0: You're listening to the Overtime Ireland American Football Podcast. Brought to you in association with OvertimeIreland.com. Now... Here's the OTI guy. Hello and welcome back to the OTI podcast. Myself, Colin Kelly, back on the show as always, bringing you another episode. The first one of the new year, the last one recorded on New Year's Eve, of course, prior to Week 17. Week 17 in the books, the NFL regular season in the books, and we are going to look back on it a little bit today, and we're also going to look into the future, uh, the Wildcard Weekend, what we expect for the playoffs, and. As always, starting the show, I do like to give a quick plug to our Twitter handle. It's at Overtime Ireland. Uh, if you're a new listener to the show, please do subscribe. Hopefully, you're going to enjoy listening. And if you're a long-time listener of the Overtime Ireland podcast, I do thank you for your continued support. Please, uh, if you haven't already, go over to iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, whatever you're subscribed to, and uh, give us a comment on there. Give us a rating. Hopefully, a good written Five stars would be much appreciated. Move us up the iTunes uh, rankings over there. As you all know by now, listening long time to the show, I've been down in Melbourne for the last couple of months, I'm going to be here all the way through the Super Bowl. But uh, walking around the streets, you see some very interesting things. Walking through it uh, last week, I bumped into a band called Malcura. And uh, they were playing some Spanish guitars, uh, some heavy kind of rock music, Metallica style. Playing it on those Spanish guitars was very, very interesting. All done instrumentally, uh, no singing, a drummer, two guitarists, uh, very, very good music. And uh, on today's show, you'll hear a couple of clips of one of their covers of Daft Punk's Get Lucky. So normally in the recap section, we have a little soundbite that says something like, are you ready to hear all the results off of this week's game? Something around those effects. I uh, can't remember the exact words of it now off the top of my head. On today's show, on the way in and the way out, you'll hear a little bit of them. And I do encourage you to check them out if you like their sound. It's M-A-L-C-U-R-A, Malkura, a local uh, Australian band here. And uh, I think they are on for big things. Great sound, I thought. And uh, really was a nice surprise bumping into those guys on the street. So uh, a little bit of their music being played out on today's show. So the playoffs are almost here. Uh, just a couple of days away to that wildcard weekend. I always love the wildcard weekend, and uh, looking forward to it this week. So let's get straight into that recap. We into week 17, we kind of looking around, basically knew what was going to happen in the NFC side of things in the playoffs. We knew the teams that, that were going to be involved. We didn't know exactly what the final seeding would be. The final seeding turned out to be the Panthers' number one seed, Cardinals' number two. We'll be talking a little bit about those games in a moment. The Panthers getting the win against the Bucks. The Cardinals getting quite uh, easily beaten by the Seahawks. The Seahawks turned out to be the number six seed. Vikings' number three after beating the Packers to claim the NFC North. Redskins and Washington Redskins they are the fourth seed after winning their division and the Packers are the fifth seed on that side so that's all the teams in the NFC side of it then on the AFC kind of same thing again You, well we didn't know all the teams that were going to be on there there was a slim chance and I did say in the preview show that there was literally no chance that the Texans would not get in and the Colts could have scraped in needed I think it was 2,000 things to fall their way and uh, that didn't happen so On the other side, uh, the Texans, they do go in as division winners. And uh, the Steelers were the other team to just slide in there at the last moment. Looked like they had blown their opportunity in Week 16 with that loss to the Baltimore Ravens, but they did get the win on the road against the Cleveland Browns. And then uh, the Jets obviously lost up in Buffalo to the Buffalo Bills. So Broncos with the Patriots losing to Miami. The Broncos sneak in to be the number one seed. They will have home field advantage throughout the playoffs should they progress. Both teams uh, getting the buy and the two teams getting the buy actually are the Broncos and the Patriots. Patriots, number two seed. So both have bye weeks. Next week will help them get a little bit healthier. And uh, then we have the Bengals, third seed. Texans, fourth seed. And then the Steelers are the sixth with the Chiefs being the 5th i I'm going to go through the games now, talk about some of them. Obviously, I'll be glancing over some of them as... uh, maybe not all that important uh, with what happened in the results, but one that was very important and uh, now neither of these teams are making the playoffs was Buffalo Bills and they were at home to the New York Jets. I mentioned already the result and that was a Bills win. They won 22-17. to um, Jets, you know, win and you're in. Uh, I was talking to a lot of Jets fans on Twitter over the last couple of days. They weren't all 100% confident, but they were hoping they would get the job done. But And this one, from the start, slow start for the Jets. Looked like they were very, you know, people would call it tight. They weren't loose. They weren't relaxed. They looked like a team that knew that they had to win. The pressure may be getting to them in the early stages. They were struggling. The Bills were picking up so many... uh, Third down plays with uh, Tyrod Taylor, whether it was his legs, whether it was just other running backs, whether it was passing, just getting it done each and every time. They even converted a few fourth downs to keep the ball moving. The Jets had been very good in third and fourth down all year, and the, the Bills pretty much had their way with them in that scenario. Then at the end, a couple of chances for the Jets to uh, try and take the lead very, very uh, close to the end. There was a turnover from Fitzpatrick in the red zone with 11 minutes to go. Um, you know, It looked like they were really uh, in prime position to get into the win then, but uh, a turnover... In the red zone that was really uh, hurtful to the Jets but they did get the ball back two more times after that uh, and both times ended with a Fitzpatrick turnover. He's been so good all season um, particularly from the halfway point very very consistent but this week uh, it just didn't work out for the Jets and for him. Uh, strange situation with Chris Ivory. Didn't get a lot of the ball this week. Um, whether that's down to injury or game flow, what what have you what have you? Um, I thought that was a very strange one. I thought they would have rolled a lot, lot more with Ivory in this one. Branton Marshall with another big game. He got a, a touchdown. Decker with the touchdown as well. Overall, you know the the wide receivers had a good game for the Jets, but just not enough uh, talking to wide receivers having I mean, good games sammy watkins with a monster game in this you know we all talk about revis island over the years maybe it's time revis island um just isn't uh, what it used to be maybe from time to time he can shut down uh, the wide receivers but when it's a top tier wide receiver that we've seen it with sammy watkins we've seen it with uh nuke hopkins deandre hopkins down in houston a couple of games against the real real studs uh off the nfl i know uh, that's obviously a tough task going up but just getting a little bit older had uh, that knee injury a few years ago but again he did bounce back last year but a slightly different system than he's playing with the jets this year we'll see how next season goes but um, obviously uh, mother nature and uh, father time stop for nobody I mentioned the patriots they are the number two seed and that is down to the fact that they uh, had their destiny in their own hands with that number one overall seed and lost to the miami dolphins losing twenty two ten. to 10 the patriots really really banged up Luckily, they have the bye week this coming week to recover. Um, obviously, having the home field advantage throughout the playoffs would have been a big boost to them, but we'll see what happens. Uh, there is a possibility that the um, Denver Broncos could get knocked out, and then uh, the Patriots regain that top-highest seat in the in the division. So we'll see what happens there. But just banged up on this, uh, didn't really ever get going, and then uh, they just kind of, at the end, when it looked like uh, there was no chance of getting back into it, even though it was only a 10-point game, they uh, decided to go with Garoppolo, Tro, in the backups and uh, just let the game go away from them. Tom Brady got hit one time in this band, Dominic and Sue hit from behind. Luckily it could have been a knee injury, turns out to be his ankle, it's a high ankle sprain, so we'll see with the weekend between now how healthy he can get. Um, you know, they need Edelman back and they have so, so many players just on both sides of the ball, banged up at the moment, and need to get healthy. But uh, obviously they'll be looking closely at how Tom is doing over the The next week and a half, but um, there's no doubt he will definitely take the field when they come out in the next round that they face in the playoffs, the divisional round. Bengals won against the Ravens. Uh, Turned out to be comfortable enough for them Uh, just watching this game. Seemed to be that they always had it in control, didn't really put the foot down 100%. um, And um, AJ McCarron playing quite good over the last uh, couple of weeks, I have to say. He uh, looks like he's fitting in nicely. And then Andy Dalton supposed to get the cast off this week off his thumb. Doesn't look like he's going to play in the wildcard weekend. Can McCarren lead them to the playoff win that they need to get Andy Dalton back next week? Um, it'll remain to be seen. But we'll be talking more about what's happening in the wildcard spot of it in the uh, preview show later in the week. But Bengals easy win against the Baltimore Ravens. Just the Ravens when you look at it. Uh, it's remarkable when you see the uh, injuries they had this season. Basically uh, half the roster on IR at this point. Uh, it's been a tough season for them. They've battled hard throughout. Uh, I mentioned earlier in the show the Steelers losing to them last week. Um, they've battled all the way through but just hasn't hasn't been a good season for the Ravens. Steelers on the other hand losing last week, winning this week. They beat the Cleveland Browns 28-12. Uh, it was comfortable in the end. Those parts of this where it didn't look like it was going to be all that comfortable. Monster, monster game here by Antonio Brown. He had a fumble early on, early on in the game. He ended up with 13 catches, 187 yards... You know, if you're looking at best receivers in the NFL, there's a lot of guys around the league. Uh, Julio Jones would be another one I would have right at the top. But man, it's hard to look past Antonio Brown. He's hooking up with Ben Roethlisberger on a week-to-week basis. It's going to be a, a fascinating game this week when you have them facing off against the Cincinnati Bengals. uh Biggest news probably coming out of this game, other than that, was the Steelers got a big injury scare with the Angelo Williams. He hurt his ankle in this one. We'll see how his recovery takes place this week. Will he be back for the big game this coming weekend? Time will tell, but uh, you know it looked like it would, could have been complete season ender. Um, it looks now like there is a potential for him to make it back this coming week. Houston Texans are in a dominant run here with their defensive displays. They kind of had one kind of slip up a few weeks ago when they played the Patriots, which was the game that J.J. Watt broke his hand. They've bounced back, uh, and they've been going in phenomenal fashion. Won this one 30 points to six. They've been rushing the ball particularly well as well, something that's sliding under the radar. People not talking all that much about it. Uh, Chris Wesleyan with an interesting stat on Twitter today regarding the Texans. Since week eight, the Texans have held five of their nine opponents to exactly six points held the the Jaguars to six points this week that was the Titans twice the Bengals once the Saints once and then the Jaguars this week obviously you can say that the Titans haven't been great on offense this season but the Bengals have been the Saints from time to time do become explosive and the the Jaguars as well have been putting up a lot of points over the last couple of weeks so slowed them down significantly this week and um, you know they have DeAndre Hopkins who's playing very very well And uh, as I mentioned, the running back situation has been looking quite good. It's a tree-headed monster down there, but they're averaging in around that five yards per carry mark between the three of them. So it's uh, been going good for them running the ball recently. They face off the Kansas City Chiefs this week in that wildcard round as well. And that's an interesting matchup. It's one of the ones, you know, at the start of the season, you wouldn't think it would be all that interesting. But I'm looking forward to seeing those two styles clash this coming week couple of coaching changes over, uh, obviously, the last 24-48 hours. One of those is Tom Coughlin. He will not be returning to New York next season for the Giants. Um, he said he was going to step down, thought it was in the best interest of himself, his family and the team. It's kind of something that was forecast for the last couple of weeks. Um be interesting to see if he does get back into management eventually. Um, got Led them to two Super Bowls over the New England Patriots over the last 10 years. Uh, but uh, the last game for him in New York turned out to be a loss to the Philadelphia Eagles, who were without head coach Chip Kelly, well, former head coach Chip Kelly, after he was uh, released last week. So a win here for the Eagles, thirty-five points they put up on the board. They haven't done that in quite some time. It's interesting that it happens in the game after they lose their former head coach. Um, players stepping up in this one for the Eagles, you had the likes of DeMarco Murray with that long touchdown, uh, Jordan Matthews with a, a score in this one as well, so players that hadn't really been performing this season uh, against Sam Bradford had a, a decent game in this one as well. Giants on the other hand, it'll be interesting to see who becomes their head coach, there's a lot of talent there obviously, you have Eli Manning who although he's not the top quarterback in the league he's going to be in that 10-15 to 15 kind of range each and every season his numbers have been improving under Ben McAdoo we'll see uh, if he's obviously going to be still the coordinator, I couldn't see him really being pushed on to a head coaching role yet with either another team or the Giants and uh, obviously have Odell Beckham Jr. there as well uh, so somebody's going to want to work with that stud wide receiver you know just looking around the team there is there is talent there defensively do need to improve obviously in the off offseason uh, they've uh, been very consistent running the ball over the last few weeks they've really got, given Jennings a strong workload and helped ease Rareen into the lineup a little bit more because he wasn't getting used enough I didn't think previously Yeah, next game up the Detroit Lions Uh, this game really wasn't all that exciting but the Detroit Lions finishing with 6 wins out of their last 8 games one of those games they lost out of those 2 in that sweet sequence was the Hail Mary game against the Green Bay Packers so could very well have been only 1 loss out of those last uh, 8 games so since they were in London they've been uh, very consistent Uh, Jim Bob Cooter helping getting that offence going so next season we'll see I thought uh, you know at the halfway point I thought that uh, Jim Caldwell was definitely on his way out the door we'll see now in the next couple of days uh, what happens but might just uh, give himself another year with uh, how the team performed at the end of the season Calvin Johnson with another touchdown in this Stafford had uh, a decent game as well And uh, for the Bears, uh, pretty much nobody left on there to throw the ball. A lot, a lot of injuries for them. So uh, Jay Cutler didn't have all that much to aim at, but he did have eyes in this one for Forte, both running the ball and catching the ball. A big game for Matt Forte, which could potentially be his last game for the Chicago Bears out of contract this offseason. And also out of contract this offseason for them is uh, the star wide receiver in Alshon Jeffrey. We'll see. I'm sure he'll get either franchise tagged or re signed. But. A lot of stuff up in the air this season in Chicago. Washington Redskins won their division. They had it wrapped up prior to this one, but, uh, you know, before this game, a lot of people said... Uh, the Washington Redskins might just rest uh, their starters. Don't don't start them against the Cowboys. Take it pretty easy this week. Get ready for whoever they face next week at home in the playoffs. That's not how they started. They started with Kirk Cousins. They started like a house on fire. They went out and dominated. Kirk Cousins played one quarter. He uh, helped himself to three touchdown passes in that time and uh, a big win here, thirty four to twenty three for the Washington Redskins. Cowboys looked like they had no idea at the stage uh, what had hit them when the starters went for the Redskins. Um, Packers play the Redskins this coming week in the playoffs in the wildcard round. It's going to be in Washington. It's going to be an interesting game. I think the Packers will stand a chance in that out of all the other teams they could have faced this coming week. But uh, the Redskins at home this season have been very, very good and on the road this week were utterly dominant. As regular listeners of the show will know, I have said all along I wasn't a big fan of Kurt Cousins in the offseason. Uh, he has turned me uh, all the way around. I have have to give him a lot, a lot of credit for how he's performed this season. And he actually, after week seventeen, finishes the NFL season as the NFL's leading quarterback in completion percentage, he's completing sixty nine point eight percent of his passes all season long. In a lot of games this season, with over eighty percent passing uh, completion, so big, big season for him. He's been very, very consistent. He uh, now holds the record for total touchdowns for the Redskins and most yards. Total touchdowns, he finished with 34, passing yards of 4,166. Uh, have to say that uh, he's had a good season, and that's all you can really say about that. Uh, Darren McFadden, on the other hand, he broke the 1,000-yard marker for just the second time in his eight-year career, and that helped him trigger a $300,000 bonus in his contract. So, nice little bonus there for Mr McFadden to enjoy over the off-season mentioned earlier in the show that the Cardinals lost quite easily to the Seahawks and it was easy last week the Cardinals blew out the Packers this week the Seahawks blew out the Cardinals 36 to 6 Cardinals pulling their starters at halftime after the game Ariane said that that was his uh, plan all along was to phase out the starters from uh, halftime onwards to take uh, Carson Palmer out at the break And uh, even though he waited to the break They uh, had only six points at that stage And the game was well and truly out of hand An interesting one uh, because I thought it would be the opposite way That this would have went I thought the Seahawks would have sat their players early in the game Russell Wilson, Dyson uh, through the Cardinals Offense But we often see this coming up to the playoffs Somebody lays a, a big score on another team and then when it comes back to the rematch completely different situation so i'm not going to put too much stock into this other than the seahawks offensively and it's something that you didn't think you would say uh, they lost jimmy graham they lost marshall lynch and the team has become a lot more dynamic on offense so we'll see how they do uh, also reports coming out that marshall lynch should practice this week maybe back this coming weekend for the playoff game against the minnesota vikings so good news there for the seahawks they're playing some really good football. Uh, obviously, at this stage of the season, it's just about avoiding injuries. And it uh, looks like these teams may have got through that unscathed without any major, major injuries. But Russell Wilson, another quarterback playing great football going into the playoffs. Another quarterback playing really good football, and he's playing in the NFC, is Cam Newton. Playing really consistent, two rushing touchdowns and this. I think, you know a few weeks ago it was looking like uh, cam newton mvp uh, i don't think we're going to push him all the way to that point but cam newton it looks like he may have locked up those mvp honors with the performance this week two rushing touchdowns a couple of passing touchdowns he's had a, a phenomenal year uh, 35 touchdowns 10 interceptions and he's had 10 uh, touchdowns on the ground as well so 45 total touchdowns when you compare it all with that and i uh, have to say Just uh, been a dominant season for the Panthers all around, whether it be offensively, defensively, true and true. They lost last week, lost their first game of the season. That was the only loss in the regular season for them they cruise to a win against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 38 two ten and this one I suppose the big uh, talking point is Tillman out for the playoffs out for the rest of the season with a torn ACL a partially torn ACL uh, true uh, kind of I think it was since the, the first week of December played on through it and now unfortunately for him uh, it has become more severe and he is out so that's a blow to the Panthers defensive secondary unit but we'll see how they continue to go, they lost Ben A Ben Wickery a couple of weeks ago, he's on IR with a broken leg as well so a couple of uh, injuries there in recent weeks we'll see next man up as they say can uh, the Panthers uh, find somebody to step into those shoes Kansas City Chiefs are really rolling at the moment you know Jamal Charles went down earlier in the season we thought they were done and dusted they've rolled off 10 straight wins and they won again this week 23 to 17 against the Oakland Raiders they're not doing anything all that spectacular um, Jeremy Macklin's having a really nice season they're running the ball well Alex Smith's been pretty consistent he did throw pick 6 in this one Um, So the Chiefs will be hoping that's the last one he throws uh, as they head into the playoffs. But 10 wins in a row heading into the playoffs, uh, and nobody's talking about them. Do I think they can win the Super Bowl? Not really. Um, Would I be surprised if they win a couple of playoff games? No, I certainly wouldn't. Defensively very strong. Peters has had a sensational rookie year for them. Overall, a very, very dominant defense with uh, Houston in there as well. I think um, when you're looking it's just uh they could be they could be one of those teams that just sneak in there surprise you nobody's talking about them it'll be interesting i'm interested to see how that texans game goes this week with them because that could be fascinating then one of them has to make the divisional round out of those two and i mentioned the texans holding teams to six points uh over the, the kind of last eight games they've done that a number of times and um I just think looking at it all around that uh, that could be a fascinating game and nobody I don't think people aren't talking about it but I wouldn't want to face them next week come the divisional round, so we'll see how things go between those two but uh, the Raiders lose again and uh, the season in disappointing style but overall positive steps taken by the Raiders this year on the subject of the Raiders uh, the three teams uh, that have been kind of rumored to be heading possibly to la la the rams the chargers and of course the oakland raiders all have applied to relocate to la we'll see what happens there's a meeting coming up in the next kind of week and a half uh, down in texas we'll see what the league management says what happens next season i still think next season's too soon i don't think it's going to happen in time because luck now you only have a, a kind of eight month period prior to when the preseason starts you're looking at uh, having teams ready to go for training camp i think there's too much in the plate. i think you would be looking at the following season so all the talk of possible last games coming up over the last few weeks last games in home stadiums and so on i do think that we're gonna we're gonna see it be another year before that happens but those three teams have actually applied to move uh, last note on that chiefs game uh, last game for charles woodson uh, great nfl cornerback uh, playing for the Packers for so many years between his first spell with the Raiders and his uh, most recent spell with the Raiders finishing up no doubt in my mind that he's heading straight to Canton in five years time phenomenal player in the NFL one that I have watched very very closely uh, prior to his time with the Packers during his time with the Packers and I've kept a a fond eye on him uh, since that truly tremendous player Mentioned the San Diego Chargers a moment ago. They lost this week to the Denver Broncos. Uh, The Chargers pretty much (laughs) throwing whoever they can find at wide receiver to finish the season. Offensive line so banged up as well. It's been the talking point all season. Just so many injuries for them. This team, I think, next season, get some of those guys back healthy. Try and get a more established offensive line throughout the whole season. Uh, And then, obviously, Keenan Allen will be back from injury. Antonio Gates, will he be back? We will have to wait and see. Philip Rivers will be back, and I guess I mentioned a minute ago, I think they'll still be in San Diego, but will they even be there? It's going to be an interesting one to see. Um, They lost this one. They put up a good fight against the Broncos. Broncos started with Brock Osweiler in this one. They finished with Peyton Manning. Manning coming off the bench uh, at the halftime mark. Two interceptions thrown by Brock Osweiler in the first half. Um, Peyton Manning led them to the victory. There's a lot of talk out today and since the game that Peyton Manning led them, uh, you know, helped them to win this one. I think he did help, obviously, with checking out the plays at the line, helping get the running backs into the right runs and so on and so forth. But, you know, coming in and saying that he just let uh, I don't know if he done a whole lot more than Brock Osweiler. He did with his calls at the line, but outside of that, Brock Osweiler came out and played the same way in the second half. I don't think we'd be talking all that highly of him, but I am very glad to see Peyton Manning get, a, you know, we were worried, kind of, that was well, that going to be Peyton Manning's last game, you know, the game against the Kansas City Chiefs, and it just was so, so bad. So maybe we have a, a little bit more of a fond memory if it does happened to be his last season in the NFL but uh, a good uh, turnaround here in the end by the Denver Broncos winning the game they end up with the number one overall seed there was a sage last week if they had lost to the Bengals in that game they won in overtime uh, that if they had lost that one and lost this week they could have possibly missed out in the playoffs altogether so luckily for them now they are that number one overall seed and will hold the uh, playoff home field advantage throughout the playoffs rather uh, then, so bye week this week, get healthy. Uh, the big talking point outside of Peyton Manning is DeMarcus Ware. He went off injured in this one. We'll see what happens. Back injury for him. He has the bye week now to recover. Hopefully, he'll be back. He's a key part of that pass rush for the Denver Broncos. 49ers 19, Rams 16. Probably no more to say about that game. Uh, you know, if you're a Rams fan, if you are a Forty ers fan, probably watch this one the whole way through i watched bits and pieces didn't pay all that much attention to it but a win in the end for the 49ers at home that is the last game that will be played in Levi stadium up until the super bowl super bowl 50 in february so um, a win there for them uh, jim Tumsula obviously after the game let go from his contract and uh, they will move on see who is the new head coach there Speaking of new head coaches, it's going to be interesting to see what happened to New Orleans. Nothing has come out yet. Will Sean Payton stay on next season? Will Drew Brees be there? What's going to happen? It'll be very, very uh, interesting to see that one indeed. That's one of the ones I will be staying looking forward to. Maybe he does stay on, but I just have a feeling it might be time for a change in New Orleans. But they did win this one against the Atlanta Falcons, the Falcons at home. Just a strange season for the Falcons. Julio Jones with a monster year with all the stats he's pulled in. Another big game here for him. But it's strange to say that he had such a good year, led the NFL in so many statistics... And I just think with the way the offense played, there could have been more there for Julio Jones. I just think Matt Ryan had a very down year from his standards, and there just was no other real targets in the passing game for Matt Ryan either. So Julio Jones was the only go-to guy. Then the injuries to Devontae Freeman, who missed out on quite a large part of the season in the kind of third quarter of it, and I just think there was maybe some extra yards and that may have uh, gone his way if they could have helped get him open a little bit more but he had a phenomenal phenomenal season uh, I would say at the moment him and Antonio Brown are leading the way as the two star receivers in the NFL I know we have Odell Beckham as well and lots more around the league Nuke Hopkins uh, but I have to say those two for me at the top of that list Colts 30, Titans 24, Colts don't make the playoffs. Uh, Josh Freeman started the game. Then we've seen a little bit of Ryan Linley. There was everything going on here. Uh, just overall the Colts get a win. Too late, little too late for them. And their seasons run. Texans win the division. Titans again another poor season. Can't see Wesden Hunt being kept on as head coach in this situation. Be interesting to see then who turns up in tennessee next year will it be chip kelly we'll have to wait and see obviously i nearly forgot to mention it chuck pagano i think in my opinion the surprise of the week looking through it uh, i didn't think there was any chance that he would be staying on in indianapolis there'd been reports coming out of the environment being toxic between him and gregson the the gm Turns out that both of them end up with four-year contracts moving forward, so uh, it's hard to know how to take those reports. If they are true reports, it's not going to be a good environment in Indianapolis. On the other hand, I'd be tempted to say that they may not be 100% factual because, well, surely the guys giving out the contracts should know if the GM and the head coach are at huge loggerheads. So we'll see what happens again in that situation. Lots to see what happens, lots of time to talk this off-season as to what will happen going forward and it makes it all the more interesting for what we can talk about. But again, we've left it to last. It was the last game of the week. Maybe I've left it to last because I didn't want to talk about it, but the Minnesota Vikings winning in Green Bay, 20 points to 13. The Packers were the chance at the end to tie it up, but too little, too late again. Uh, I just think overall packers aren't playing well things aren't going their way defensively they're not playing all that bad i think they're been a lot better defensively over the last kind of 10 games than they have been over the last couple of seasons but the you know rogers had a fumble in this one returned by the vikings defense for a touchdown a couple of turnovers just um, not looking good they go to washington to face the redskins in this week's wild card game i think they have a shot at winning it but uh, they're just not playing good i've said it on the show the last kind of six, seven weeks, I just don't see them getting all that far in the playoffs. Tough for me to say as a Packers fan. Then the Vikings, they, they win the division and they get a, a, a good result for them in that point of view. But now they have to face off with the Seattle Seahawks, who played them in Minnesota a couple of weeks back and pretty much wiped the floor with them in Minnesota. So we'll see. That's just a tough, tough uh, draw for them after winning the division very strange season for the Packers overall obviously losing Jordy Nelson early on but when you look um, they've actually lost to all three of their division opponents at home and bet all three of them on the road which is very strange so they won in Minnesota one in Chicago one in Detroit lost to all three of those at home in Lambeau Stadium so really really strange uh, season for the Packers we'll see how long it lasts for them in the playoffs didn't mention it yet I guess I'll mention it now the Cleveland Browns uh, they lost to the Steelers Mike Patton was released after that game he will not be the head coach next season Johnny Manziel didn't turn up to the uh, meeting before the game A couple of situations with him Uh, Johnny I don't know what you're going to do with your football career, but you know you're coming into a situation now where there's a new off- or a new manager going to be coming in, a new head coach. We'll see what happens uh, in the draft. I-, I would be shocked if the Browns don't go and draft a new uh, quarterback this year and see Johnny Mantell. I don't know if he'll be able to release but uh, just can't seem to get his act together from that point of view and uh, then with uh, talking about picks and uh, replacing quarterbacks we won't be replacing the quarterback down in Tennessee he had a good season in Mariota very impressive for a rookie year under him but uh, they finish up that is the Titans the Titans finishing up with the number one overall draft pick for next season's draft 17 17- as, uh, you know, most of the stuff was showing up but uh, pretty pretty crazy week still all around. Uh, some of the stuff that happened a lot of surprising outcomes out of it and some of the coaching decisions and everything that have followed have been quite surprising so it's always interesting in the NFL but now that the NFL regular season is over we're on to the best football of the year, the playoffs it's where everyone has been trying to get to all along and where everyone now begins to try and get to the Super Bowl so it's going to be a phenomenal couple of weeks going forward we'll see how teams advance, how the teams do. We'll be previewing all the games uh, coming up later Later in the week as well, on our preview show for the wildcard weekend. But from now on, we will be talking about the uh, implications who we think can win, how we think things are going to play out, and it's going to be interesting. couple of weeks, I'm really looking forward to it. And at the moment, it's hard to know who's going to come all out on top all the way through. Uh, to San Francisco, to the 49ers home ground Levi Stadium for Super Bowl 50. So it's going to be a fun few weeks talking here, and uh, I am looking forward to it. Hopefully you'll come along for the ride listening. As I mentioned at the start of the show, iTunes, go over there, give us a rating, uh, give us a comment, and a five-star written would be very, very helpful. Follow us on Twitter, it's at Overtime Ireland. Keep interacting on there, it's a lot of fun talking throughout the week. It's good to get an uh, interaction, get thoughts and feedback from all of the audience and uh, all of the NFL fans. The music on today's show brought to you by Malcura, that is M-A-L-C-U-R-A, they are on Facebook, Give have a little search in the Facebook engine there, or on Google, give you some information about them, check them out, new album coming out soon, so, as I mentioned, met them, they were playing on the street uh, as I walked down through Melbourne one of the evenings last week, um, give them a message on facebook i said i would play some of the music through the show really uh, good sound and today i played uh, their version of daft punks get lucky uh, on the shows maybe in the coming weeks if people send me some feedback see what you think I might play in uh, some more of their tunes so until i'm back uh, make sure you're following at overtime ireland my name's colin kelly and until i'm back with the next show later in the week have a good one thank you for listening to the overtime ireland american football podcast Please follow us on Twitter at Overtime Ireland. Check out OvertimeIreland.com and continue to spread the word. This has been an Overtime Ireland production.